0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to the I Almost Died podcast in a, a different room covered in green cards from the dollar store, but nonetheless home. How are you all doing? What's up? What's good? I missed you. Um, Today, 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 what do I have for you? I am going to be reading your near-death experiences. We haven't done this since April. I feel so bad. Y'all are literally dying, coming, having brushes with death and, and trying your hardest to tell me about it. And I have been doing what? Not reading them. And that is terrible. I've been sitting on my butt playing the Ariana Grande Fortnite concert and eating... Extra hot, flaming hot Cheetos. So I'm so sorry, but we're getting into it finally. Um, but before we begin, um, life update: discovered I have a nickel allergy. <laughs> I have almost been dying. Who would have thought? Who would have thought the person who named their podcast "I Almost Died" has health problems now? Yes, I very much have health problems. Um, so this, the first, the first instance of my nickel allergy began three months ago. I was in New York and I got this new band for my Apple Watch because I had the same like metal one for I think maybe a year and it was starting to rust. And I'm like, well, that's definitely going to kill me if I continue to wear it. So I went to the store and I got like this leather one. And I was like, you know, leather, that is what a lot of like watch bands are, should be an excellent choice, excellent watch band choice, Mr. Ben of the week. And it was for about a week. And then I noticed that like every time I would take it off, first of all, it felt so amazing to take it off. I felt like my wrist was suffocating all day. And so it was so nice to take it off. But I noticed after about a week, every time I would take this watch band off, there'd be like a few bumps underneath. And at first, I thought nothing of it. And I did the typical thing when you get a mosquito bite where you just take your fingernail and, like, poke at it. (laughs) And I kept doing that at these mysterious, like, alien eggs that were underneath my skin. And it just got worse and worse and worse. I'm like, okay. So, this rash was in the complete shape of my Apple Watch band. So, it doesn't take it doesn't take Albert damn Einstein, figure out what caused it. It doesn't like, I may have a monkey brain, but I could put two and two together. So I'm like, okay, it is indeed my Apple watch band that is threatening my health. So I took it off, but, but the rash got worse. Now at this point I was back in um canada and i was quarantining for two weeks because this is when you still have to quarantine when you get traveled countries and it was just getting worse and worse i'm like i literally think i need to go to the hospital like my whole left arm was swollen like i don't know if you've ever gotten like an infection or something and you have lymph nodes in your well everyone has lymph nodes in their body anyways um and the lymph nodes are like in my armpit like were so swollen and painful i could barely move my arm <laughs> So (laughs) you may think, Hmm, what happened next? So the swelling did go down. Um, I got this anti itch cream and the lotion helped. And it did go away after a week of like me really trying hard not to touch it or brush up against it or anything. And what did I do a week ago? What did I do a week ago? I was wearing an all brown and earth tone outfit, and my watch band was brown, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna try this baby out again. We're gonna try her out for size. So I <laughs> So I put the watch band on for one day. Actually, not even one day, for one night. It was like going up to dinner. I was like, let me just throw it on. Let me accessorize. What the hell happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. So I was like, okay. Maybe I got over it. Maybe there was like a bug that bit me and I don't know. It was just like living in my Apple watch band or something. Anyways, I, so I, 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 the next day I just continued to wear it like more regularly. I go for a run with it. I'm sweating with it. And then what do you know? What do you know? What do you know? The little bumpy, can't say the B word. They come back. And so now what is on my wrist? Hmm, the same rash. It's It's gone away mostly, but the last few days I have been struggling. It has not been fun. It has not been good. And here we are. I am stupid and I am dumb and I don't learn from my mistakes. So... Oh, uh, by the way, nickel allergy. So I looked it up. I was like, what causes this? And my friend who's like really medical and smart with medical stuff was like, oh, you probably have a nickel allergy because this stuff does have like... Um, metal in it. Is it nickel? I don't know. Do I look like the, the people that know metal? No. So <laughs> I, I, I put two and two together. I Googled nickel allergy and let me don't do it. First of all, don't do it. Take my word, take my, my solemn stern warning to not look at it. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a nickel allergy. And by the way, One in 10 people have nickel allergies. So while y'all are listening to this on your little iPod Touches, laughing at me, laughing at my pain, you could literally have a nickel allergy. And then next thing you know, you're going to Claire's to get your BBL and a piercing and, oh, turns out you have a nickel allergy and your ear falls off. (laughs) So, (laughs) so anyways um (laughs) anyways i'm gonna read your read your near-death experiences just thought i'd share because i all my life i have lived allergy free and now i can't have nickel (laughs) okay let's begin let's begin let's begin first off uh we have a story a near-death experience From at Dabby56829602. I thought it said DaBaby. Got a little bit scared, but it's not. It is Dabby. So when I was about 11, me and two of my friends were just hanging out and stuff when all of a sudden my friends started to run. I'm a slow runner, so I just walked. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, I started running and then I caught up with them. Later, we were hanging out at my house So it was like 2 a.m. and we were just talking. And then we heard a knock at the door, which was weird since, you know, it's 2 a.m. And there was a man or woman, I don't know, wearing all black, holding a knife. We closed and locked the door. When we woke up around 7 a.m., the man slash woman was still there. He stayed there until around 8 p.m. when he finally left. We never saw him again. Are you kidding the way i would simply never the way i'd move the way i'd open up zillow.com and list my parents house for sale uh, uh i i've been lucky enough to like have never had like never been robbed never had a home invasion never had like anything where like i feel like my personal space is like being invaded or like i feel unsafe in my own, own home Mm. Um, actually that's a lie i definitely have felt unsafe in my own home especially here uh in l in la but that's besides the point um i literally would have to move though if i literally saw someone at my door with a knife (laughs) well i'm glad you're alive and i'm glad you can tweet me that near-death experience in with your heart beating and all um thanks for sharing okay what is in my throat next we have oh this is a juicy story from at mocha what one um they said trigger warning mention of swimming swimming oh my god i don't know if i've ever mentioned this but i can't pronounce words that in an ing like if it's like wrestling wrestling it 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 almost sounds country and i don't know why maybe it is a country accent because i like grew up in a very redneck yee yee society but like swimming i'll literally say swimming instead of swimming 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 swimming. swimming. anyway <laughs> trigger warming meant trigger warming guys if you're if your triggers are cold warm them up baby <laughs> trigger warning mention of swimming swimming I don't even know if I'm saying it right at this point. You know, when you say a word over and over again and it just loses all meaning, that's what's happening to me. Anyways, so this happened today. But basically I was swimming with my friends in their pool and I was on one of those long floating things. I was watching my friend and his brother jokingly fighting and splashing each other. Um, I was in the super deep end of the pool and I didn't realize I was sort of getting close to falling off the floaty. I was on multiple times, but I didn't think it was a problem. I don't know how this happened, but I fell off the floaty thing. At first, I wasn't that panicked since I could just push off the bottom. Turns out I couldn't do that since I was in the deep end and I was short. So I ended up panicking. I wasn't wearing goggles, so I could barely see. I got a lot of water up my nose and mouth. I'm not an amazing swimmer, so... When I got to the surface, I kept going above and under the water. I couldn't see because of the water, so I was trying to find the floaty with my hand, but it was very hard to do that since I was trying to stay above water in a really deep pool. My friend noticed that I was drowning at that point, so they came and helped me, but his brother was probably staring at us. Anyway, my friend pulled me above water and took me to the shallow end. I was coughing out all the water in my mouth and my friend was making sure I was okay while his brother just stood there casually after I almost drowned and just went and said, can you really not swim? (laughs) Now I was there standing in the water after almost dying and all that man had said after I had a possibly traumatic experience was, can you really not swim? It wasn't in like a genuine tone either. It was like, Oh, uh, wow, you're this old and still can't swim tone? Like, sir, I almost drowned. At least ask me if I'm okay. Anyways, after coughing for like three minutes, I was fine. Shout it's my friend for saving my life, LMAO. Anyways, I love your podcast, Ben. Also, sorry swear my gra- bad grammar. It's like three in the morning right now. Mocha. <laughs> I, you need to take that friend and slap them silly. I don't condone violence, but... That is so rude. I would literally be so mad. It is the worst, one of the worst feelings when you, when, <sighs> I sound like that, like audio. It's like, when, when you, when, 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 um, when you like need to be taken seriously, like something happened and people just don't believe you. That is literally one of the most aggravating feelings ever. It makes me want to scream, Um, but I'm glad you're okay. I realized I could, I could make a spinoff episode of just near drowning experiences. This could be the I almost drown podcast if need be. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, this one is from it's underscore D 13. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Also, my posture is really bad and maybe yours is too. Oh, did y'all hear that crack? I sound like a Minecraft skeleton. Um, let's all collectively sit up, okay? Here we go. One time, I was in third grade, and it was a trend in my school of having those pleasant-smelling erasers. Oh, I know it! I know what, what you're talking about. And also the pleasant-smelling pencils. That was a cultural reset. That we don't talk enough about, like the grip. Like the 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 cataclysmic grip that that had on society, anyways. Um, and my friend had one of those, and I asked my friend to give me, and they gave me a small piece of it. So I mistakenly, while smelling it, went it went into my nose. I couldn't take it off my nose, and while trying, it went deeper. I got so scared and told my teacher and she went to the principal and told her. They kept me waiting and I was crying like hell because I thought now they will send me to the hospital and do surgery to remove the eraser. Eventually after that the principal called me in the cabin and gave me some paper to sneeze and it got removed because of my running nose and told my parents and this whole news got spread in my school that was my eye almost died an embarrassing experience. Well, D, I'm very glad um, I'm very glad it got removed. And I actually have a similar traumatic experience. So when I was like, little, I went, well, I, I want to say like eight years old. Um, I had just like gotten back from I think it was like some school events. We did this thing uh, in elementary school called Penny Carnival, where like, we would it was so fun. We You would just like for a penny, you could do all these fun activities and like win prizes and stuff. But I won this puff wheat square and I was like, I didn't really like the taste of it, but it was really fun to like pull the puff wheat apart and just like play with them. They were like the size of little beans. And what did I do? What did Ben of the Week do? What did Ben of the Week do? He put it up his nose. Of course he did. And when I tell you... <laughs> This is like some stuff that I need to like go and Dr. Phil about or something, but like when I tell you I shoved a piece of puff wheat up my nose and it just never came out. (laughs) I literally probably have puff wheat like in my brain right now because I just shoved it up my nose. It never came out. I tried my hardest to blow and blow and blow and this puff wheat is it just never came out and it's and it's still probably up there. I don't know if it dissolved like went into my bloodstream, went into my lungs. I truly don't know, but Anyways, um, <laughs> we will get back into the stories right after this quick break. Hello, 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 and welcome back. Speaking of puffed wheat, um, okay, so I don't know if you guys like have this kind of experience with your parents, but have your parents like ever told you stories when you were younger that you just kind of rolled with, but now you like actually don't know if they're real or not? Because when I was younger up until like age 10 my dad used to tell me how he he like worked in the medical field or like he was studying to become like a cardiologist (gasps) sorry i have the hiccups (gasps) (gasps) oh not me needing a cardiologist not my heart literally stopping um he was like see he was like trying to be a heart doctor but he was doing something in the grass in nature i i can't remember what but he told me that he had a piece of wheat, like a wheat seed, go into his ear. No, like literally now that I think of this, this was, there's no way this could have happened, but maybe it could. I don't know. Um, he had this piece of wheat go into his ear and it literally started growing, like it nestled in like the juicy, fat earwax in his ear and literally started growing. No, there's no way this is real. There's no. <laughs> This is the first time I'm like using my critical thinking brain to actually think this one through. There's no way that happened. And he said like that he had to get it like surgically pulled out because he had this giant piece of wheat growing in his ear. Y'all, I really look so stupid right now. (laughs) That's really embarrassing. (laughs) Anyways... <laughs> I'm so gullible. That's honestly one of my worst traits. Like people used to always take advantage of it in like middle school and stuff because like it was a well-known fact that I was gullible and people would just like pull stuff on me all the time and I would just eat it up. <laughs> Anyways, um next up we have a story from Aubrey 318-24860. Okay. So basically it was 2013 and I was five years old. It was the day before Thanksgiving and me and my mom and her friend were driving to this restaurant called Max and Irma's. Oh, we name drop in the restaurant. Shut up, Max and Irma's. After this basketball game we went to, my mom was driving and the car she was driving was literally her favorite car ever. So we were on the highway and I was in the backseat minding my business. When all of a sudden I feel an extremely large bump. The car in front of us had stopped in the middle of the road and literally sat there and my mom ended up running into the car in front of us. And I'm not sure why, but I guess me being in a booster seat in the back of the car didn't have much of an effect. So it felt like a bump, but then the airbags went off and I guess it scared me and I started bawling my eyes out. So the police were called and I had to talk on the phone and keep in mind, I used to give very much introvert vibes. So I wasn't very thrilled about having to talk to a police officer me too i would not be able to do that i'd be like we need to get a translator like i speak english but no um he got my name wrong and called me avery the entire time even though my name is aubrey so it's not very close at all and basically all that happened was the guy got drunk and got in trouble and whatever and we literally had to get picked up by my grandmother and we still went out to eat which was a little bit awkward but it was fall so it was better than standing outside kind of similar to your motorcycle story. Story. Sorry. It was kind of long and not that life threatening and fun to read. But my life is boring. So I didn't have much to say. Thanks for reading. If you did LMAO. Well, thank you for sharing, Aubrey. I'm glad you're okay. There really is nothing else you can do after like a car accident unless you're like injured. Which then obviously you go to the hospital, but like it's so awkward. Like you just get in this ter- you have this terrible day, your stuff is ruined, you suddenly are in a terrible financial situation, and there's really nothing else to do. You just kinda sit there. Like you'll you just go home and you're like, Well <laughs> Well that happened. So I feel you, Aubrey. Also, I forgot to say this at the start. Um, if you want to send in your own near death experiences to be read on the next um v- listener reading session uh tweet me your stories using the hashtag i almost died podcast and i will read them okay mervin uh this one is from Will the wise uh, one time me and my friends went on a walk in this park and we got stuck in the creek because we are dumb and want to be adventurous. I already hurt my foot on a rock and I almost lost my shoe and had scratches all over us. Then we decided to go on the waterfall. Me and my one friend ended up getting stuck in quicksand and could barely get our feet out. We got to the sand finally and then my friend had to go home and explain why there was quicksand on our feet. I literally forget that quicksand just exists. There's so much stuff out there in the natural world that just really kill, it really just kills the vibe. Really just not a good vibe. Like, the way I would love to just traverse into the forest and lay in a field with the flowers and the fairies and stuff, but there's brain-eating amoebas in the lakes, evil insects, um animals that are also evil quicksand and weather it's just not fair we need to have like a, a like a fun forest where you just go and they'll be like nothing will kill you and then you can just enjoy nature But then again i guess that wouldn't really be nature because the circle of life is when you get eaten by a bear okay um this one is from ben underscore hey uh, this is my story for the I Almost Died podcast. So when I was really little, like three or four, my mom was allowing me to try grapes that weren't cut, just the whole grapes. After eating a couple of them, I remember I started choking on one of the whole grapes, and my mom shortly noticed I was choking on the grape and started smacking my back, smack my like a drum. Sorry that's that was really unnecessary um smacking my back to help get the grape up eventually the grape came up but i remember being really scared to eat grapes after that p.s i love you so much ben. thanks for being bestie thanks for sharing um and also sorry for singing cupcake in the middle of your literal almost death story um i always forget that like kids aren't just like mini humans like you actually have to like do stuff to make sure they don't die. Like that's kind of crazy. Like you have to just chop grapes in half. That would never cross my mind. Like God forbid I become a parent one day, I'm literally gonna need someone to like run it down for me and be like, you can't do this or your child will actually end up six feet under buried. So like like the things like that, like I would never think to just cut grapes. I would just be like, hey baby, you'll want grape. And then I would give them some grapes and then they'd probably choke and then it'd be really sad. Um and then all the people that came to the gender reveal party would have came for nothing because my child would be dead. <laughs> that got really dark. Anyways, um, ooh, okay, okay, okay. This one is from um I underscore am underscore me twt. My friend once asked me to download an app called Blue Whale. Google it and said that her sister played it. Her sister would have been dead. So she indirectly tried to kill me and also probably stalked me. I don't know what she's doing right now. By the way, I love you, Bessie. Okay, because I've heard of this blue whale challenge. I remember like hearing about it. Just love the person just tearing it up on the street with their motorcycle. Um, I heard about this blue whale thing a while ago and I never, oh. Oh, that's kind of scary. Oh so i'm not gonna get into detail about what that is please don't google it either just know it was a thing that was really bad okay moving on also i literally just heard my neighbor that motorcycle list was literally my neighbor and he pulled up and i can hear him breathing outside my garage he is that close to me also I'm sweating sorry if I'm really greasy I need to film all my like episodes within the next few days because it's only going to get to 100 degrees in a week and for the sake of you and me we just don't need to be seeing that we don't need to be seeing me drenched in sweat and having heat stroke I already have very minimal brain power to begin with if I have heat stroke thrown in the mix mm-hmm. okay this one is from at ri- Rajhi, Rajhi underscore Aisha. Sorry if I said that wrong, but I love you. What's up? Um, hey, Ben. So before I start with my story, I just want to say thank you so much for reading my story in June. It meant a lot to me. Oh, of course. Love you. Okay, now, the near-death experience. So I don't know if I could have almost died when this happened. So this happened about four years ago. I was nine at the time, about to turn 10. It was a Friday, and I was on my way home from school. I was with my friend and her two siblings. So I used to take the bus home and it was totally fine until this day. Should I read it in a more dramatic accent? I feel like I'm not like being dramatic enough. Some of these crime podcast people really are just getting into it, okay? I'm gonna do it. Uh, I lost my spot. <laughs> um, so I used to take the bus home and it was a totally fine until this day. Anywho, we were on our way home and we took the bus when we got off the bus and went a few meters, there was this old, creepy, elderly woman who just looked sus in general. Now, I ignored the woman and minded my own business until she started to talk with us. She said something like, hello, children. (laughs) Now listen, when I get scared, I get so freaking nervous. I start to like freak out and talk without thinking twice. So everyone were like freaking out. And in the atmosphere, it was so tense. Out of nowhere, I straight up said, hey, how are you? Like, ugh, I wanted to die right there and then. And come to think of it, the woman looked confused. So everyone was, like, staring at her. And she goes and says, come with me. Your mom told me and told me to take you guys. Oh. (laughs) As soon as she said that, bestie, we ran. This woman could have kidnapped us, like, bruh. And I remember telling my mom she was furious. As a kid, I was always scared of me maybe getting kidnapped or R-worded. So yeah, that is how I almost got kidnapped and maybe even died. Love you so much, Ben. And I almost had a podcast is pure gold. Keep up the good work. Oh, well, thank you so much, Aisha. Glad you're okay. At first, I was gonna be like, (laughs) y'all are literally just harassing this poor old woman. She's just sitting there living out her last years and y'all are out here harassing her. But no, that is so scary. I remember that was like the textbook thing. They used to like warn us about in school like being like come with me your mom called me and told me like she's in trouble or something like if (laughs) if that happened i'd be so scared um but very glad you're okay okay we have time for one last one here we go this one is from at gray is gay so when i was six or seven i was at swimming lessons there was a boy that was in my swim class that was allowed to wear on slash have a snorkel and a pool noodle while my swim teacher was showing us something then the boy went off the side of the railing and he was fine i a dumb six six slash seven year old i was i did the same thing without any equipment and i was drowning i don't think anyone noticed but after a minute or two my swim teacher finally saved me from drowning then my parents lectured me anyways love your podcast ben (laughs) of course thank you so much for submitting love you glad you didn't drown i once again once again like i it it blows my mind how many of y'all like actually almost drown to death i was like I, i i've like thought about it in the past like how do people just drown but then i realized like i come from a place of extreme privilege where i was like put in swimming lessons which are expensive like i recently asked my mom how much swimming lessons were And like literally they were like $400 per lesson and I had to take 10 of them. There was like 10 levels to get to the top. So yeah, I now understand why a lot of people don't know how to swim. Um, And especially like if you're not like near a body of water or like a pool that's like cheap to use. Totally. I totally see it. So um, that is about it. For our near death experiences that we can read this episode. Like I said, um, please send me your own near death experiences. I want to hear them. Uh, you can tweet me them using the hashtag I Am a Side podcast. You can make a whole thread and I will read them on the next, the next listener episode. Um, I love you all so much. Please stay safe. Uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. That's all bed of the week. Um, and, my nose is getting congested. This always happens at the end of every single podcast. My nose really just stuffs up. Anyways, please stay safe. Please wear a mask, even if you're vaccinated, because that's a thing we have to do now because the coronavirus just decides to have different personas. She has a little Delta persona on right now, which is just says bye-bye vaccines. I don't need you, sis. So anyways, love you. Stay safe. I will see you next Wednesday on the I Almost Died podcast and next Sunday on my YouTube channel. Take care. Ben of the week. It's Jay.